Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays Today podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and I have with me my trusty companion. I called you trusty. Kirby Brunswick. <laughs> What's wrong with calling you trusty? I don't know. Trusty companion. I feel like in previous episodes, I've described you as like my loving and wonderful and handsome husband, and today you got demoted to my trusty companion. I feel like it evokes like a, your trusty steed, like I'm your horse. <laughs> <laughs> I convey you from one place to an another. Um, this may ha What are you doing with that LaCroix? I'm not going to open it. Well, you're not... Who drinks a LaCroix before recording a podcast? Well, I've drank a LaCroix during a podcast, set, and we've discussed this. Set the LaCroix down, son. Jeez. If I run um, out of this water, I'm opening that LaCroix. <laughs> Anyways, I think that me calling you my trusty companion and my steed has to do with us probably being a little too much of work workaholics lately we've been working we've been working it's we've been drinking is that how that song goes no i don't think so i don't think, I it's think so anyways you should know beyonce better than i do yeah no i anyways we'll figure it out after the episode so today is a light-hearted episode um, we are just going to kind of like riff our favorite Christmas movies and what's effed up about them and, uh, just talk some Christmas, some Christmas joy. Easy one, light one, fun one. Yeah. No one needs like no one business needs advice to... two days after Christmas, like settle down. Simmer Enjoy down, yourselves. you'll have 2021. But before we get into that, let's discuss a little business. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about reels? Let's talk about reels. Okay, so... Depending on when you're listening to this, this may be urgent news or it may be completely irrelevant and then just fast forward. For That's the sound of them fast forward. Thank you. Um, so if you are listening prior to January 3rd at midnight, well, actually January 3rd at 11.59 yeah. p.m. Yeah, and depending on your time zone, I'm not sure how it all works. I'm not let, sure. Let us know if you missed it by, by less than an hour due to time zone issues. Then we'll say, you listen to the episode, you should have been prepared for this. Anyways, uh, my God, you just get me distracted. So, if you're listening prior to January 3rd at midnight-ish, um, plus or minus a couple hours for time zones, then you still can buy the Reels for Chiropractors 101 mini course that we've been promoting all December, or most of December. 
Um, it is, I don't know, if, you, if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't heard about the course, then I just am not doing my job on social media. But if this is the first time you're hearing about it, um, this is a less than two hour course that is full of very specific information for chiropractors, helping you really engage your local audience, get your real scene, um, and get them to turn into patients. It is not a course to teach you how to like do a gazillion fancy transitions so you become insta famous or anything like that. Although we do talk about um, how to make your you know, how to do some of that techie stuff so your reels are super engaging. Mm -hmm. um, because that's really kind of the point is you want to keep someone's attention for long enough that they become a patient and listen to your message. So it's a good course. It's $39 and it's actually $5 off if you're listening and you use promo code SHESLAYS. It's very cool in editing it. I... I don't do a lot of the real stuff myself. You don't do or like any of the real stuff. I know, but like, so I've edited a bunch of video in my day. Um, so it was cool to kind of see how Reels works and how it handles different things that like I do in fully pro software. So like mm -hmm. I was fairly familiar with it, but it's like, oh, that's neat. Like you can do some of these things. And it's funny how they've simplified, but taken really powerful tools that I'm used to using yeah. and made it like accessible and usable for you know, normal people to do. Well, we don't even talk about this in the course, um, but our progression with Reels has gone way past just like to our social media. You're right, because I don't know how to edit audio and like make commercials, but like between me and a CA, we can spend an hour, you know, and shoot a commercial. Yeah, and you guys, like, like, actually, instead of just having me come over and film for two hours and then spend five or six hours, you guys will come to me with, like, okay, yeah. we need, like, a touch-up on this with some lighting stuff and then run this ad. Yeah, And it's run because you know how to do this stuff. Yeah, so, so it has really helped because on Facebook, you know, video ads perform really well. And so it's, like, it's not dependent on someone else. It's just, like, I can make this ad, and there we go. Yeah. Boom. So... Cool. If you're listening prior to January 3rd, go get it. Go get it. All right. Review time? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is um, someone who, she's one of our three people who listen on Stitcher. So Stitcher doesn't allow reviews. Uh, so she just sent me this in my DMs. So it is from Morgan Kumpala. I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name. But I took a real good step. You took, at it. A, took a flying leap at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it says, I've been listening to the She Slays podcast since the beginning in June of 2019. Okay, like that's a real fan. She knew. Yeah, like knew the month. month. Yes. And every episode has been insightful in some way. Well, I hope we don't disappoint her with today's episode. Um, thank you for all that you do for chiropractic and by having these open and authentic conversation. And then she said, that's my five-star review since I don't have iTunes, so I can't give a review there. I like but Stitcher too. That's personally what I use for podcasts. Well, it's because we don't have iPhones. If yeah. we had iPhones, we would use Apple Podcasts. I think more, I can't, I don't know what the current stats are, but more people have Androids than iPhones. Just well, iPhone people Do we know for a fact you can't snobby. leave a review on Stitcher? I'm pretty sure you can't. If you can, I don't know how. I've never done it, I guess. Well, you're a terrible listener. Well, I rate in other ways. I also you, do own an iPhone. You are like 900 like people that. who listen to our episodes who have yet to leave a review. 
Shame on you. I'm an offline person. I tell other people <laughs> about podcasts and gain listeners for my favorite podcast. We did an episode talking about our favorite things, and I've mentioned like Pete Holmes's podcast before uh, several times. We haven't done well, I mean we're doing that right now. Yeah. Like a favorites? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. We're literally doing it right now. Okay. I'm glad because I liked that episode. Yeah, I wonder what fun. episode that was. All right. Anyways, would you like to do we do you need to do anything else? Do we need to besides prayer? Reels, review, prayer, episode. I think that's all. Excellent. You want to lead us in prayer? All right. Sounds good. Dear God, Merry Christmas and happy birthday. Um, as we're in this time of year and it's easy to get lost in the, the rituals and the consumerism and the buying and the giving, um, help us to stay centered on the true message of your birth and going even deeper, not... Um, not staying with that image of a comfortable little baby Jesus who's who's perfect, um, but remembering your true message through life uh, of all the, the work you did and what you encouraged us to do to seek out the poor, um, to seek out those who need help, to associate with those who others won't associate with and still be kind and show mercy. Um, help us to find that spirit and not just stay in comfortable bubbles. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was so nice. I feel like that was the prayer that I've been trying to regurgitate this month. And I just kind of like go on ramblings and like, I'm like, what am I even saying? But like, yeah, there's a lot of. Well, I've been reading a like daily devotional thing by Richard Rohr. That's like preparing for Christmas. And a lot of it is more talking about like you know, adult Jesus's message. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like Christmas gets really baby Jesus, baby Jesus. And it's all simple. And like, there's gifts eight and pounds like seven, eight pounds, seven ounces. Oh, what is that? Talladega nights. Is yes, it is Talladega nights. Um, seven pounds. Anyway, eight pounds, seven ounce. I think that was how big our kids were though. So well, maybe I think might they're like a little that. baby Jesus. <laughs> okay. I don't think we've talked about Ty's obsession with baby Jesus. Oh my God. Ty loves baby Jesus. Our so, youngest daughter. So Ty, our youngest daughter, who is a spirited, strong-willed. I know you're not supposed to Enneagram type, but she's an eight. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know the Enneagram, look up an eight. Their spirit animal is a honey badger. <laughs> so, and that honey is Honey badger don't care. Although, oh my God, she's crazy. Like, what is up with the way she's been walking around the house lately? It's like a frog walk kind so of? So it is exactly how the cave child in The Good Dinosaur walks. Yeah, like using But your, we haven't like, watched The Good Dinosaur in three like a, years. Yeah, a couple years at least. So yeah, it's like hands on the ground and like kind of a jumping forward motion. Yeah, and she's been doing it for weeks. Yeah, but like she'll... She'll do it for fairly long distances and like when you wouldn't expect it. Like she'll be walking around the house and then she she'll She does sit, walk normal. Yeah. And then she'll sit down for a while and it'll be like, okay, go brush your teeth. And from like the couch, through the dining room, down the hallway, into the bathroom, she will do this weird caveman walk without like mentioning it or being like, look at me. It's just like, oh, I need to yeah. get that so way. I don't know if okay. we should be concerned or not. But um, she has been obsessed with baby jesus for a long time for a long time she has stolen baby jesus out of her grandparents like plastic nativity like the big light up plastic yeah it's like two feet long swaddled baby jesus and it's plastic and it's old from like the 80s and she will she'll like make a bed for it and like 
have it sleep next to her next Last to her year, bed. her birthday cake oh, yeah. okay so a couple years ago i was at a thrift shop and i found a nativity mary joseph and baby in a manger candle set so it was three separate candles the wicks coming out of mary's head a wick coming out of joseph's head and a wick coming out of the umbilical area of baby Jesus. Now, naturally, they had not been lit, even though you could tell they were old as F, because... Who's going to burn baby Jesus? Who's going to light Mary's head on fire and baby Jesus? So I bought them because, ah, yeah, you buy those candles, but hadn't lit them. So last year, Ty's birthday is November 27th. She wanted baby Jesus, a baby Jesus birthday cake. And I'm like... What? So then I go like, that's what I'm gonna do. I am gonna light baby, baby Jesus, Jesus candle. So yeah, so we just made her like a normal cake, and then I put this candle of baby Jesus in a manger on top of it, and lit baby Jesus on fire. She loved it. She's very happy. Yeah. She's anyway, she kid. continues to be a weirdo. So, all right, we're not drinking because I have to go back to work this afternoon. Boo. Well, you're not drinking. <laughs> Kirby's been drinking, no, not I'm the kidding. LaCroix. Um, but if you were going to drink a Christmas drink for our Christmas special, what would you what would you drink? I am a big fan of Tom and Cherries. Yeah. And there's one store around us that like makes a particularly good one. Is that a Midwest thing? I Tom and Jerry's? I think so. So it's like this egg white nutmeg. I can't believe you um, can drink. I, do, I can't drink too many of them. Oh, and then you I'm, do it bad. I'm like mildly allergic to eggs. So, so yeah, if I had like a whole day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have more than one. But yeah, there's a fair amount of eggs uh, in Tom and Jerry's. But yeah, it's like this marshmallowy fluff stuff that you mix with. We do brandy. Our kids and just get hot, hot water. water. Yeah. But kids like, traditionally, just get hot Tom water, and Jerry's but... are an alcohol drink. So it's yeah. really funny when like other adults hear our kids go like, oh, I love Tom and Jerry's. And we're just like, ha ha, they do. We just put a little brandy in there. It's, what would your Christmas drink be? So I am not definitely not Tom and Jerry. I would say either like a rum chata kind of like white liqueur drink or I would do mulled wine. Mm, Good mulled wine is nice. But like you're supposed to add extra alcohol to mulled wine, right? Yep. Yep. I think also typically brandy. Yeah. So. Oh, so we both pick brandy drinks. There we go. We're. Truly from Wisconsin. We are. What's that's in the stat like Wisconsin drinks like 80% of the United States brandy input or intake or whatever? That's something insane. I think the stat is that Wisconsin drinks 80% of this United States alcohol. Yeah, it's something nuts like that. What, weren't you just telling me the other day? Yeah, so it was, it was a thing I saw on Facebook. I don't know if it's truly true, but um, it was an argument between people saying like a European saying like, I don't get what the big deal of people saying Americans are drink harder than us like my me and my mates drink all the time and someone said i once went to a resort in mexico where they were having a drinking contest and they pre-disqualified everyone from wisconsin and said <laughs> they weren't allowed to compete <laughs> which didn't make sense to me oh yeah it's valid all right so you would be drinking your drink i'd be drinking mine but we're not but so. we're not so Let's debate. Top five Christmas movies. First, should we talk about things that we don't like so people aren't like waiting for their favorite one? Because like, like, I feel like there's some stuff. I One of the things I hate is when people go like, what's oh. the best Christmas movie of all time? And then someone goes, die, die hard. hard. Go F, F you. Yeah. Not a Christmas movie. 
just because it takes place during Christmas or there's like a tiny little element. Christmas well, is not the focus of like the movie. Or they'll say like it released during Christmas. Yeah. Like, no. like that, Gremlins, like, no. Doesn't count. Like the movie's and, not about Christmas. Right. Like, so mm, I just get mad. Like, I'm going to get mad. I know. Mad. Like, you're on a soapbox. Like, it's, the other thing that I, I don't do, I know personally other people do like, but I don't do like the scary Christmas movie, like Krampus. Have you ever heard of that? No. Like Adam Scott, I think is in it. No. But like, I don't, I want to feel good during Christmas. So those aren't gonna. Well, you know, what's hard is like, so Love Actually didn't make it onto my list or the holidays, mm. but like, right, the holiday. Oh, the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. With Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Um, but I do really like those. And there is like some like adultery and there's That's why like, they didn't make my list. Cause I like, I like complicated. Again, they didn't make my list. Yeah. We haven't watched that. I like complicated movies normally. And I, I like a good storyline, but like when it's Christmas time, I don't like to be confronted with like really difficult emotions or sadness. I mean, you do know that Tiny Tim like I think dies. <laughs> In he does or he doesn't, depending on Scrooge's actions. I know. Well, I mean, I, I guess that's heavy. One, uh, some of my and ones. You know that, like, some people try and murder an eight-year-old in Home Alone. <laughs> so, like, where your gray line is. Yeah, um, I think it's that issue. Of, I, I think I don't like adultery in my Christmas movies. Okay, that's fair. That's probably a statement. This is fair. That's the pull quote from this episode. <laughs> I definitely don't like adultery in my Christmas. Okay, so. I'll go first with number five. Or did you have any more no, let's, qualifiers? No, let's do, let's start with number five. Okay. So my number five is The Christmas Chronicles. It I, also made my list. But not number five? Not number five. Oh, you like it more than me. I'm interested. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I. So who are the people in that? So it is Kurt Russell and some kids. Yeah. We don't need to like. But yeah, it's the Kurt Russell and his wife, um... Who's his wife? Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. Thank you. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's great. And they came out with a second one. So I didn't love the second one. I thought the second one, none, no sequels actually made my top list. And you yeah, don't need to mine. share. But like, um, yeah, I, I thought it was great, though. I would definitely watch it again next year. But yeah. And the girls like it. They call it the one where Santa goes to jail. Mm hmm. It's, I mean, it's just a really fun, it's a fun take on Santa Claus that's like him as not. I think I like Goldie Hawn's. I, like, I think that might be my favorite part of it is that Goldie Hawn is, and I did like this in the second oh, you one. Gotta, you got to give a spoiler Hawn. thing too, though, if people haven't watched it. Well, She's oh not my gosh, event. it's a Christmas movie. All right. Fine. Spoiler alert. Santa Claus has a wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... I did like a lot in the second one that they continued Goldie Hawn's character and she was not like this fat, frumpy um, woman who just makes cookies. Like she was healthy and opinionated and I liked it. Yeah. I like myself a healthy, opinionated woman. And the elves in that movie are great. You and the kids like they that impersonation of the elves. They are, they're funny. They're like little Norwegian... It's not how I little, think of elves. It's not how I think of elves necessarily either, but we can, we'll talk about that because my movie gets. OK, what's your number five? My number five is actually not a full length movie, but okay. like a 25 minute uh, adaption for TV thing. 
Mickey's version of the Christmas Carol. Aww, like you are Disney such watch. an old soul. I love you so much. I loved it as a kid. I like that it's um, it's simple enough and not so scary, like as the Jim Carrey one. Oh. Like, oh. we watched that while our kids were like having quiet time the other day away from us because you can't watch the. You Jim can't watch Ka- that with a kid. Who like did they make Robert that movie Zemeckis for? or whatever's who made it? But yeah, I we I think two or three at least three times during the movie. We looked at each other and started laughing and went, again, who is this for? It is terrifying. Like, the kids under the robe. Oh, God. The the super scary, like, skin details on people with, like, acne and pox. And it's... It's a bit extra. It's extra. But that's not your number five. You like Mickey. I like the Mickey one. And I like uh, the... So the Christmas Carol. So the one with Tiny Tim. Yep. Yep. Tiny Tim potentially dies. Doesn't. But he doesn't. But for a moment, you thought he loves might. him. Okay. You number four. My number four. Yeah, go ahead. My number four is Elf. Elf is my number two. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's just and I so had good. almost fought out for number one. To be honest, like I go back and forth, but Elf. And we were watching uh, the Christmas movies that made us. Yeah, on Netflix. That's fun. It's definitely worth a watch. Um, super fun and interesting to hear the different ways that movie. Uh-huh. Almost didn't get made, and who, Will Ferrell like they didn't like that they had chosen Will Ferrell, and like this nuts. movie I don't want to say launched Will Ferrell like SNL, but like it be made Will Ferrell like a, a highly considered actor. Yeah, yeah. I think what did they say originally? They didn't when the when they said they got Will Ferrell to do it. The studio wasn't happy. Um, and who were they originally going to have do it that like the writer said like nope I'll wait. I don't remember. I, I think they had someone names. else attached to it originally, but it's so funny to think of anyone other than him. I mean, he's just so perfect. Yeah. I, um, so that is my, how I picture elves is from elf, not Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um, but. Well, he's but, a human dressed as an elf. Correct. I'm saying how the elves are in, in when they're elf at the North Pole. Yep. Is how I, how I think elves are. So. Cool. There we go. I was going to make a forced perspective joke, but I figured it wasn't going to land because that's how they shot those to make them look smaller. Like they were all in the same room. Yeah. They were just farther back. But. Okay. I did. This yeah. cool. I liked the magic of thinking that they found elves, but now you just ruined <laughs> no, the... Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. My, oh, by the way, eight pounds, six ounces. Is oh, so close. How... Heavy baby Jesus was predicted in Talladega Nights. Um, my number four is National Lampoons. That one didn't make my list. I do love it, though. Would it, like, if you had a sixth spot, would it, like, have been six? Or, like, only in the top ten? Definitely top ten. I'm trying to think of... I didn't make a full top ten, but no. it, it would have been definitely in the running for six. Because we watch it every year. I always remember That's watching amazing. it every year. We watched it with our kids, which, you know, we only have to fast forward through that one, like, weird naked lady scene. We probably should fast forward through the weird, like, him saying his wife is dead scene, buying lingerie from the woman. Yep, that's that's a big part of it. <laughs> There's just some stuff that you have to, you don't realize, too, how much stuff goes over their head for now. Yeah. Like, I think the next couple of years are going to be when it, Charlie no, starts to pick up I on things. No, I think it's going to be a lot longer. You think so? Yeah. Charlie, I really, Charlie's really do. very clever, but... Yeah. Well, anyways, that's my four. And yeah, I like that movie. That's a good one. Very quotable. 
And we did, I like the, that it can spawn theme parties too. We did a yeah, theme party a couple years ago. Parties. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my number three? Yep. The Santa Claus one. That is... Did that not make your list either? None of the Santa Claus. What the H is on your list? How does... So I've got Mickey's Christmas Carol, I've got Elf, and number three was Christmas Chronicles. Okay, all right. I mean, the Mickey one... Actually, you know what? Santa Claus probably would have been my six. I like that better than the National Oh, so good. Tim Allen's just great. And the first one. Like, now, I do think that they do a great second and third. But I don't even know... I like elements of... (laughs) Elements of two. Two is the one where he's getting getting married, right? Right. The toss across joke is still so great. It, it, yep, yep, it is. There's some good. Um, the third one, you know, like with anything. The second one was better than the third. Yeah. Like, but the first one is really good. I get frustrated in the third one because it's the one where her parents come up, and they're just so rude. Like, it's literally Christmas Eve day, and she they're getting mad at him because he's, like, too busy to decorate the tree. First of all, who are these people who decorate their tree on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Like, I hate when you're movies Santa do that. Santa and you're decorating? Yeah. That that oh. didn't make any sense. And, well, I mean, in the parents' defense, they think he's just a factory owner of a toy shop who's, like, neglecting his pregnant wife on her, almost near a due date on Christmas. But if you're the owner of a toy shop, he, he, you know. Yeah. Or of a factory, I guess. So, anyway, so I would also like to say that that is a soapbox of mine that I do not like when they pretend or like when they show a family decorating the Christmas tree like the on Christmas Eve. Like, what are you doing? You missed out on so much joy. You should decorate that tree in November. Yeah, we get our tree like early mid-November. Yeah, you would it get it in October if, I, if could. I could. Of course I would. You know what's a weird thing with what? the Santa Claus? So think about this. I read about this a long time ago and I haven't thought about it until this moment. So Santa Claus falls off the roof. Yes. And by the time Tim Allen gets to the North Pole, like they're already like ready for him and explaining to him that he's the Santa Claus. But in the Santa Claus 2, there's a clause that says you have to be married to be Santa Claus. So let's assume that the Santa in Santa 1 had a wife. He died and these elves shipped her off (gasps) by the time the new guy flew home. I never thought about that. What, what happens happened to Mrs. To Mrs. Claus? Claus? <gasps> That's a really interesting point. Bye, bitch. <laughs> you got to get out. See, in this, and Goldie like Hunt would never have allowed she that. Would never. She would have been like, no, I am Santa now. Yeah. Kind of like a Noel twist, which I do like that movie a lot, but it it's not good. top five worthy. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it's top ten, but like. Yeah, I don't think. I, I haven't watched it, but like. I would have watched it if you guys hadn't watched it without me. So, mm. all right, are you to your number three? I'm. Uh, my oh. three was Christmas Chronicles. Yes. So my number two, it's a Wonderful Life. I mean, I'm glad it's on your list because I think we would get hate mail if it wasn't on one of our lists. But it's good. It's fine. It's a beautiful story. Okay, actually. Is it really that good? Because is, didn't it not... I'm speaking out of my butt a little yeah, bit here, so hopefully... You're right. Like, the first time they released it, 
it didn't do well. It didn't become famous until they like. Reached. No, it, from what I remember, it got played all the time because it was easy to get the rights to it because it had failed. So like some syndication deal made it super cheap to air. So it aired all the time. Right. And then people just got used to it because it was always playing. But I mean, Jimmy Stewart's a classic actor. It's a great story. I, it's I long. love it. It's, it's fun though. It it could be edited. The down. dancing scene with the pool opening up and yeah, Caesar's I mean, petals. And I think I I'm seeing a trend and I think I know what your number one is and okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. I save it. It's my stepdad's favorite movie, so I'm sure we'll watch it on Christmas Eve. You know, you know what didn't I I know this did not is you not your number one um, and didn't make my list either is um, a Christmas the, story, a Christmas story. I never got super into that. I, I like it. It's fine. I know people who like literally watch it on repeat on Christmas. I just never was that person. It, I think I've never sat down and watched it to beginning beginning to end because they play it on repeat. So on Christmas Day, I'll sit down and be like, oh, Christmas story. And I'll watch it. But knowing that, like, you know, then we'll go sledding or something. I'll be like, oh, I can just watch the rest of this later. But I never, like. Yeah. So I don't know. I would actually like to sit down and watch it from beginning to end. Because um, I don't think I've ever done it. I'm sure there are tons of parts of that. And it's a good movie. Yeah. It should be in our top ten. But it, it's not. It's just not my style. Oh, you know, it was terrible. The, uh, remember when. Was it ABC was trying to do like those live TV shows mm-hmm. and they tried to do that one? That was weird. Yeah. All, all of those were weird. weird. The Peter Pan one was weird. Else yeah. yeah. But we're not like theater people. Yeah. No, they felt like. Like I like plays. theater. Sometimes when I'm at the theater, mm-hmm. but not all the time. And so when you take theater and put it on TV, I'm just like, oh, I'm bored when I'm at the theater. So now that you put it. Well, you should take these cameras that you have and <laughs> turn this into a movie. Turn this into a movie with <laughs> editing and setting up different scenes. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, number two for me is Elf. Come. Um, and we saw Elf the play, which was boring and bad. I did not like it nearly as much. And yeah, I think because it wasn't Will Ferrell. Yeah, it really suffered from comparison of like when you're expecting the kind of elf Will Ferrell is and the funniness that he brings, and then it's just like some little guy jumping around who is not Will Ferrell. Yep. So, yep. So two was Elf, but that was a close, close call for me. What is your number one? Do you want to guess? What have we gone through already? Oh, are you even paying attention? I feel like it's going to be obvious as soon as you say it. Well, but... I'll guess yours then and give you time to actually get to know me. Um, so yours is A White Christmas. Yeah. Of course it is. Which we also saw play. I liked the play, actually, of A White Christmas. I would do that again. I think it lends itself better to a play because it's naturally like it is a musical. And so, okay, so A White Christmas, here's the deal. I don't get it. So these guys are like big time producers, big time producers, but there's a military aspect happening. Have you ever watched the movie? Most of the time I'm on Instagram while you're watching it. Okay, so it starts with they're actually in World War II. They're like on the front lines, but it's Christmas Eve, so they're doing like a show for their troop. Within their troop is Bing Crosby's character, who is like a famous person before. In the show. 
Yeah. Or in the movie. He's yeah. famous. He's already he like, no. Goes to World War II, meets his partner, who is played by Danny Kay. I always forget his name. I had to write it down. Um, and they like are just doing this show within their troop. Um, they get attacked. Danny Kay saves Bing Crosby's life. Then when they get back so after like, the why war. Why do they need all that? It's a great. St- well, they need I mean, to show like, like how they got established, introduce the general. Kind of like it's a wonderful life. It's like, I mean, you could just edit that. Like, OK. So anyways, they're friends. Yep. So they get back from the war. Um, they start working together. Um, they become big producers. That's how they meet the girls is they're checking out a show for sisters sisters see you love it it's a great movie there's some great musical numbers there's some really good dancing there's the creepy spider lady okay the creepy spider lady though yeah yeah that is weird her legs are i mean she invented the lack of thigh gap yeah so vera ellen is her name i looked it up um yeah she it's the weirdest body ever i think they do talk about that like she had body issues so the I don't thing, want to shame her for no, being skinny. No, the thing I like, don't I she understand. Has a mental health stuff. But yeah. she also might be a professional dancer. And then it's like, well, shoot. Well, that's what I didn't understand is how her legs could be so small, but like still so be strong. able to dance like that. Like it doesn't seem possible. It looks like you can see her bones and there's no muscle there. <laughs> yeah. But then like she can do all that, which is just nuts. Anyway, so they go to a resort and the resort is going to close down or something. COVID happened. I don't know. <laughs> Yep, COVID. It's a story about COVID. Um, so they go to the resort, which they find out is run by their old general, and it's oh, going to go broke. That's why they care so much about the resort is because he's a general. Yep. Um, and he has nothing to do because he even said he wanted to re-enlist, but like there's no place for an old guy in the army, and that's the ending song, and you know some of the ending songs about like there's no place for a general. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. You should watch it sometime. But then they get all these people to come for the show. Yep, okay. so they call up their old army buddies or they go on TV and like they call all the people who are like in their regiment or whatever and everyone oh, goes up okay. there to like save them and pay respect to the general and then in the end it ends up snowing too so it works out for everyone. Okay. That's good. I'm disappointed Home Alone didn't make it into your top five. I'm going to guess that's your number what one. kind of monster are you like i'm i'm seriously like what i really like home alone um it's definitely top 10 so now we know like what's in my like six through ten are involved so anyways home alone if you knew me it is number one i really like it it's just not as much as these charlie didn't like it for the longest time because it's slapstick comedy and, and yeah, she doesn't like people getting hurt. She was like, okay with it this year, though. Yeah, she was right. She also like cringes or like doesn't like whole sections of America's Funniest Home Videos because like, which I don't like either when people are actually, when you're like <laughs> seeing it, you're like, that guy, very... that guy had to go to the hospital. I hope yeah. they win $10,000 to like cover that. Um, yeah, I find, I think one of the funniest parts of Home Alone is the cops just like, Oh, you left someone, your kid at home. Like, there's a crazy lady. Like, they don't look into it. Like, yeah, there's a lot of really funny. Oh, and that the guys were going to murder the child. Yeah, they were about to, like, murder the child. And when the old guy hits him with a shovel. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched this movie from 1992 or whatever. Yeah. I really like that aspect of the movie. Where Okay, another You're weird saying, part uh, of the movie. the old guy? The or? old guy. 
Um, another weird part of the movie is that on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. at 8 p.m., because um, it's like it's late because he runs mm. home to quick heat up mac and cheese and like set all the traps. So it's like 7 or 8 p.m. I mean, it gets dark. It's it, based in Chicago. So it's dark at, you know, 445 in okay. late so December let's say in Chicago. It's 5 p.m. Okay. on Christmas Eve. The kids are in full robes, so they're doing, like, a dress rehearsal at 5 p.m. on Christmas Eve for their Christmas Day show the next day. And nobody's there watching it. All the parents are, like, gone. Yeah, there's, like, eight people in the pews. Yeah, so he's there. But I do really like that moment. I like the musical aspect of that moment. Yeah. Um, and, you the know, The whole score just, for that, yeah, the, the music of that movie is really good. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I just think that it's a really nice moment where he realizes that, you know, he's an old guy, but he's not scary. Now, what they did in number two with the SNL skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, um, anyways, in number two with the homeless the bird, bird lady. lady. That was. I'm not a fan of the bird lady quite as much. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Well, it's funny, like when you watch them close together, like how many of like they were just like, let's take the exact formula <laughs> yeah. for one and just be like, boom, 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 boom. God. Yeah. So, so yeah. So there we go. There we have it. Our, our top five Christmas movies. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I hope that you guys had a wonderful Christmas. And um, oh wait, we got to do like a speed round. Speed of like round. Little extra. Heck? I want to know. So, what's your favorite rendition of the Grinch? Um, the new cartoon one. This one, me too. Um, favorite version of a christmas carol i looked up there are at least 21 versions of christmas carol so like there's the well, famous we yours is the mickey one yeah the mickey one is great the robert zemeckis jim carrey one um there's muppets there's the patrick stewart like classic one uh i think they counted scrooged uh the bill murray like adaptation mm-hmm. and then there's just like a bunch of different cartoon and old ones from like even as early as like the 30s hmm. so what's your favorite I don't know. I guess. I guess Mickey. <laughs> you just don't f with Christmas Carol. No, I mean I. I'm glad we watched the Jim Carrey one, but it, like it bothers me how creepy it is. So I guess I'd say Mickey. It's really creepy. I don't think the girls have even seen the Muppet one, and I haven't seen oh, that in years. That's because it's annoying. Oh, I think it's funny. Why? Why is it in your top ten? <laughs> you were just really mad that I didn't pick Home Alone. <laughs> A little. I think, who was it? Family Guy made fun of uh, Home Alone, of like a version of Home Alone with competent robbers. And they like walk inside and he like steps on a car and doesn't fall down because you wouldn't fall down if you stepped on a car. And he goes like, hey, Marv, watch out. There's uh, cars on the floor there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy's like, yeah, the doorknob was hot, uh, but I just let go of it. I didn't hold on to it. <laughs> I didn't hold on for it for 10 seconds. So, oh, okay. Um, favorite... Miracle on 34th Street, old one or newer one? Wait. There's like an old, old classic one. And by newer one, do you mean the one with the girl from Matilda? Yes. Okay, well, definitely the newer one. Okay, and that then is, follow-up question. How old is that? Is the star of that, is the male lead of that, Dermot Mulrooney or Dylan McDermott? Oh, Dylan McDermott. You're right. Yes. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mulrooney is in My Best Friend's Wedding, right? believe so yes okay what's your favorite i it's funny because i think the newer one is cheesier um but i do like the newer one too 
I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like when I watched it first or whatever, but like I'm connected to that movie more. Yeah, I like it. So. Is that the last year's speed round? That's all I got. All right. Now can I say goodbye to people? Mm, sure. <laughs> this is the last episode of 2020. Yep. I'm sure next, I'm sure next, by next episode, everything's going to be different. Everything's going to turn around. It's going to be totally fine. Yep. Okay, everyone. Thank you. Honestly, truly thank you for the support of this podcast. I, did, I don't have a prepared speech because I didn't even realize like that this was the last episode, but like, thank you to everyone who listens and thank you to everyone who shares and everyone who sends sweet messages and funny DMs. Like we appreciate you a ton. Because I would have, if this wasn't successful, like if the, we didn't get the amount of listeners, I would have quit this a long time ago. <laughs> Next. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the seven in me. All right. Well, so, you know, thanks for making it successful. What so a we beautiful keep holiday it, so. sentiment. <laughs> keep validating me. Otherwise, I'll quit. Okay. Well, you say something nice. <laughs> I, I think you were really good where you were of like, thank you for listening. This has meant a lot. The participation and hearing from people that the work that you're doing and that we're doing is helpful to them is really touching and makes it all worthwhile. And I would love to hear people's favorite Christmas movies too. Oh, yeah. And why they think we're wrong or if they knew other interesting things about the movies we picked. Mm -hmm. I always like reading that stuff. Oh, so. yeah. Alrighty. So send us a message. All right. Well, Merry 2020 and Merry Christmas and um, see you next year. Merry Christmas. Hey, She Slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, plus they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCAD because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. Don't wait.